This is a Hot Pie Media original. Hi, I'm Deb, and this is my podcast. You're listening to the Deb O'Keefe Podcast, the podcast where Deb O'Keefe doesn't know anything. Are you a Specs Key Club member? If you're not, shame on you. Because if you shop at Specs, you should be. You should be enjoying so many more discounts and savings. Uh, you get special access to th- certain things at Specs when you're a Key Club member. Now, of course, they're not just about alcohol at Specs. Of course, you can get your spirits, your wines, your beer. They've got amazing selection of all of those. But they do finer foods as well. And right now, because the holidays are coming up, you can pick up Specs Maple Pecan Pie. Don't ever tell you pecan pie is my favorite. I made one once. It's fine. But it didn't have Crown Royal in it like the one at Specs does. That's available in-house right now. And of course, you can get all these great savings if you sign up for Specs Key Club. Specsonline.com slash key club. Do it now. Get those savings from Specs. Wow, guys, today's been a really weird day. Um, I didn't even know if I'd make it here in time or at all. It was chaos. I'll tell you about that a little bit later on. But um uh, ever, do you ever have those days where you're just like, nothing goes right? Like nothing goes right. Absolutely nothing. Uh, today was one of those days. Someone did bring me a taco though. That, that was really good. I think we can all agree, right? The love, love language is bringing someone tacos to cheer them up. That was great. That was the only good part of the day. No, not the only good part of the day. It turned out great because I'm here now and I'm talking to you and I'm going to be talking to a great guest in a minute that's going to lift your spirits like he lifts my spirits every single day. But um, yeah, it's been one of those days. And um, I would I want to say a big thank you to my producer, Colton, who's sitting over there. Um, you guys will probably meet one day, I hope. But he uh, stuck around uh, a little bit later than usual and just always does such a good job. So, you know, had a crappy day. It's been awkward, but I come here and everything's like running like butter, smooth clockwork because of people like Colton. Thank your coworkers, guys. Be kind to people. Appreciate your friends. Love your loved ones. Kiss your dogs. He's dead. I'm pointing at Blue Boy right now. I still haven't got this TV thing going down the wrong way. There he is. Kiss him on his poop nose. Or... Watch a video and I'm going to tell about these videos in a minute that are going to make you so happy. So um, thanks for tuning in today. Okay, just uh, say a sentence or something. We can swallow. How are you doing? My name is Julian. <laughs> Do I sound okay? I think you sound and look fantastic. Oh, thank you. Is this is this background okay? I, I, it's really you know, nice. I feel bad because I've been doing a lot of interviews recently, and I always do them for my bed because there's no other like good background in my room. You know. But I'm not in uh, your bed today. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Oh. I, no, 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 you are. Oh, we are. This is your bed. Oh, we're in bed. We're this in bed the, right now. That is an amazing, no, that is an amazing background. It's nice. I got, so I got nice. brick. I feel like that's mm. kind of like cool. Very cool. And like progressive. I love it. Did you, is it, where are you? You're in New York, right? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. Are you in Texas? I'm in Austin. My I'm, roommate's from Austin. <gasps> Oh my god! I bet we know each other. Probably not. I'm probably old enough to be his mum or her mum. He's uh, he's 22. He's yeah, about 22. I'm 47, so technically I could have had a child at 22, but occasionally, accidentally, I still, you know, accidentally bang 22 year olds every now and then. So Who it's knows? hard not to, honestly. Why right? you get it? You get it. But you're 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 22, right? Are you 22? Yeah, I don't accidentally hook up with people in their 40s duh, yeah duh. i just i'm not like around old that people age demo that much no you're around kids and that is why um, you're yeah here. I'm around children. are we recording yeah we're recording this whole thing and honestly oh. listen sometimes <laughs> sometimes i tell the, the my guests uh all right we're going to chat for a minute and we'll do stuff uh but i i honestly i uh my background is in radio and i just like things yeah. to be natural with no edits and so if you're happy no, with this I mean, all staying come, on, I think this should stay on. No, use everything. I mean, I'm a, I come from an improv background. I I'm a I did a lot of comedy improv for much of my life, much of my short life. <laughs> I, uh, you know, a lot you of still people, have a history. <laughs> yeah, I have a history. Yeah, but like a lot of people like talk to me now, and and they're like, I don't know, they ask questions 
as if I didn't just graduate college. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like before this, I was in college and then high school and then, the, you know, like then it's middle all, school. <laughs> it's all very yeah. new. It's, it I is. mean, I've been living in New York for two months. That's it. Wow. Okay. So uh, if you're fine with all this staying on, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to do your intro now. We, do don't, have, we don't have any big fancy yeah. show here. We're just, we like to roll with it and you roll with the punches because you're from improv comedy. Great. So that's great. Julian Shapiro Barnum is my guest today. And if you haven't heard of him, and maybe you haven't because he doesn't like put his name out there, but his project that I know from Instagram, and I know you have a huge following on YouTube too, is uh, 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 I don't I don't want to call it a brand because I sometimes hate that word brand. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I think it sounds pretentious when I'm talking about protecting a brand. But um, your your program, your medium is called Recess Therapy, and please correct me, jump in at any time. You interview children off the street. And I know sometimes you set it up with people's kids that you know, or you invite kids to come talk, but you ask the most sweet and innocent and sometimes off the wall questions of these sweet and innocent and sometimes off the wall children. And the response is just, I, I just go down. I rewatch your videos on the reg. I will frequently just, oh, I, I know you. the content and I want to have that moment and, um, of just happiness and seeing some innocence and some sweetness and kindness in the world. And I was showing a friend of mine recently who wasn't familiar with your post. And honestly, I think she was almost in tears. She'd had a really bad day at work. And I showed her some of your videos and she was like, Oh my God. They're cute. I rewatch them and I was there, Yeah, you know? <laughs> it, it, it's. I think what you're doing, and I know that you have a bigger project and goal uh, or goal in mind, and maybe you didn't in the beginning. But and I want you to give me your history of how this all began in New York, or if it was even begun before. But recess therapy, if to me, if you're having a day, if you're anytime it feels good, but if you're having a day, if you're having a moment, nice. Yes, it's so nice. You just say, "Shut the hell up." It's fun. These kids there's are nothing great. Go, there's nothing negative going on. It's Mm-mm. just like sweet. I've all right. So like, hmm, I'm excited to be on this podcast because <gasps> yes. I talk about the show a lot, but it's in very formal interview mm. context. You know, not this show, and I not this show. And mm-hmm. I have a lot of like, I feel like I'm formulating a lot of complex thoughts about like child psychology and like why it's so enjoyable to watch this stuff. And I'm excited. To, I'm excited to talk about it a little bit. I'm, I want to hear what you think too. I, yeah, no, I love that. And that's, that's like the whole, uh, one of the whole goals of my podcast is that I want to be people to come on and talk about what they're into. Like they're talking to a friend, like we, or we're new mm-hmm. friends. We just met and I'm like, Oh my God, you do this thing. Tell me about it. And you don't, there's no pretenses here. There's no, I'm not going to quote you and put that in the New York times, it, although it may end up there. Cause you know, we're a big deal. You and I, but I, yeah. I, I just love the message. And I think if I, if I recall correctly, cause I d- have gone down some, some Julian wormholes is that you, always should. you sort of in the, during the pandemic in New York and you got it so much worse than us. I've, obviously my family are in England and I think there are certain mm-hmm. places that literally lived lockdown. We talk about lockdown in Austin. Eh, okay. We couldn't go to certain restaurants. Like it really, it was so yeah. petty. Our no, New York was weird. New York guys, was a It stopped. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were in the middle I of mean, that. I mean, so. I was in Spain. Oh. I was in Madrid. Mm. Um, I was studying abroad there and truly the happiest I'd ever been in my entire life. And I got an email while at a karaoke bar <laughs> and it said, Wait, Hi. is this Spanish karaoke or karaoke in Spain in English? I think we were doing rent. I think it was like a lot oh. of like going, I think we, we towards the end of our stay there, my friends and I found this karaoke bar and we'd go and sing songs that the the Spanish had never heard before, like a lot of musical theater. I love it. And the, they would just stop enjoying what was going on <laughs> whenever we'd go up on on the stage. Um, but we were in this bar and it was like 3 a.m. And we got this email that was like, you got to leave by Saturday. Oh, oh how heartbreaking. Yeah. It was insane. To, but oh, wow. blessing in disguise, mm-hmm. I left. Um, and the second day I was third day I was back, my sleep schedule was really messed up. And I woke up really early in the morning and was like, I'm going to write an episode, which 
I'd never done. I've pitched myself as a creative for years now and always had pretty severe imposter syndrome about it. Mm. And the pandemic was the first time where I was like churning out stuff. And I really, I was locked indoors with both my dads and my friend. And I filmed like a, I think it was seven, seven part mini series. <laughs> wow. um, yeah. And that all on my iPhone. Then I started doing this on the street interview show called, how are you doing right now? Like during the pandemic where I'd like set up a table and chairs six feet apart and we'd, I'd like interview people and that spun into other things. And I bought a camera, like a really fancy camera started like mm. getting very in the habit of doing like on the street stuff. And eventually like nearly a year later, that turned into the first recess therapy episode. Did you, um, did you think that you would end up working with kids? Was that one of the goals or it, that was the one that just no, was not at all. magical? I, uh, gosh, then, so on, for my senior me. thesis, <laughs> for my senior thesis, uh, I had to make an amalgam of creative things i had to i had to release a video usually it's a live performance i went to theater school but we had to create um video because of covid senior year sucked because i was inside right so a theater major yeah that's got to be devastating it was a lot of it was a lot on zoom like yeah doing monologues yeah but you Um, theater people are are used to being around people and collaborating and the energy mm -hmm. and the vibe it's, that must have been really hard, really hard. It was just, it was just weird. Yeah. I think everyone was miserable. Yeah. But I had this idea um, for one of my pieces that I was going to like interview old people mm. about, like, you, you see, you can say vulgar things, but now that I'm working in kids' media, I have to be a little <laughs> bit careful with what I say. Well, you know? Can I tell you a, th- a thought I've had about old people recently, yeah. and I have wanted to do an interview series with old people because mm-hmm. I really can you so think about going to the gym uh i mm-hmm. i work out I, I like to go to the gym um but the, i don't like the bro crowd i don't like the bro scene the bro scene is heavy at the Who gym does? but where where like what are the what are the bros going to be like when they're wearing dentures right what are they interesting also all also like vaccine deniers or you know uh, conspiracy mm-hmm. theorists when they get older they get because in my Growing up, I always thought, oh, people are so nice and they're so sweet and they're so wise. What about the dicks? There's a real gross generation going on. Right. You know? What about mm-hmm. the a-holes, the bros, the the bullies? Do they, do you just automatically become nice when you get old or is it, <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think all the bullshit goes away. I think if you're a dick, it, there's some dick in you, old man. Or maybe I've met atrocious old people. I, I don't, Ugh. I think that's already around. I've met, Ugh. I think it comes my qualms with some elderly, not all elderly. I've met a fabulous older folks, but I also meet people who are so uh, set in their ways. Oh yeah, that it's just racist. Well, we like, grew like, like we grew up saying colored. You know? All right, so I'm going to keep saying yeah. colored. Really? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. I thought you were. I thought I thought that was a personal <laughs> statement. And I was like, you should stop. Saying that. <laughs> um, no, yeah, that's like that's like what I encounter. But I'm sure, like that's going to translate. But I want to make a video asking old people some like weird questions. Yeah. And I got like yelled at by an old man. I got full on yelled at. I went out on the street. He was like, he was like, what the fuck? Like, why would you act like really offended? And I was like, I'm not doing this project. That was horrible. I don't want to try that again. Do you think it's because uh, you're in New York and they're all like, yo, get the fuck Boston. out of here. This is in Boston. Oh, well, that's the same. Which I mean, is they're worse. worse. It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> the Bostonians are atrocious. No, they they're don't take any shit angry. and they don't give any Fs. <laughs> but I'm kind of traumatized by that. And uh, I was going to this playground to do like work. Like I just go to, you know, there's like a playground by my house. It was like mm-hmm. the one outdoor space. And there was always these kids. And and the truth of it is my friends and I, like, we, like, kind of joke about the kids that we, like, knew them. Like, there was this one that was, like, really little. And we'd watch him, like, get picked uh, on. And oh. we'd be, like, how oh, we're rooting for this guy. But, like, we kind of were, like, aware of the neighborhood kids. Like, they were definitely characters in our very small world. Yeah. Like, because of COVID, we weren't doing anything. So, like, we just knew everyone living in our neighborhood. And the kids were part of that crowd. And... One day I was like sitting in the park and gosh, what really happened? 
or I was meeting my friends in the park and I was like, are there kids there? I think we should talk to kids about happiness. Like what Uh makes kids happy? I want to know. And I got my camera. I met my friends. uh, One of which Charlotte Weinman became the camera person for the show. Um, And we did like 30, 40 minutes. um, And we interviewed kids at what makes them happy. And it was great. It was great really sweet i've not released this video it just like i didn't have any release forms or anything mm. you know mm. and it was just for a school project but like i thought i was onto something and then i forgot about it oh wow right lots yeah. going on though in the world there's a lot going on and then i was my day job at the time was editing dog videos for tiktok that's what I was doing. That kind of sounds <laughs> a bit amazing. Talk it was videos. cool. I liked it. I was good yeah. at it. But because of that, I was working with this company called Doing Things Media. And I was like, I'm going to pitch them a show. And I pitched them not Recess Therapy, which mm. was called Recess with Julian. Um, but a Recess Therapy is better. Anyway, I pitched them this other show. And they're like, sorry, no, <laughs> oh. that's, we don't want to make that. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Um, and I like kind of mentioned the kid thing and they were like, send us that. Oh, and they really liked it. Yeah. And they wanted to help make it. And we partnered and it's just blown up. It got huge. I, we're, at, wow. we're at 999K right now. Do, Almost a million, do you probably hear by that? tonight. Do you hear that and see that, yeah. viewers? We need you to click on and, we, oh my yeah, gosh. get us get us to a million. Yes. Oh, wow. That's incredible. I, so that's yeah. a million on YouTube, right? No, Instagram. Our YouTube's kind of not. We don't, I don't, I need to do better with YouTube. YouTube's better. Yeah, but Instagram's easier. Instagram's easier. Instagram's People easier. Can just go, Instagram's easier and more accessible. And I deal a lot of like mm-hmm. that with social media and branding with, with this and other mm-hmm. things in my life. And, and to pick and choose where you put things, it, it, it's, that's, that's work in itself, thinking about where it you is. want, who you want to see, where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah. So, well, it's good that you have a team with you as well because that helps. It's great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I joke about this. Like, it's great to have a team, but they're not out on the street interviewing. No, they're kids, not. You know? uh, no, like, not at all. You're the. But having an it. editor is like biggest game changer. Will Halbert is my editor, and he like is so. I mean, the editing's amazing. It wouldn't is. you say? Like, yeah. the editing makes the videos. It, yeah. ma- it really does because I'm sure you got, you get loads of great content. You can't put everything mm-hmm. in, but it is the editing. Mm-hmm. And I have to shout out for my editor, Colton, who's sitting over there. He does the same thing. He's amazing. Editors are amazing. To yeah. have that eye to know when to stop it. Because I think if you're a writer or a creator sometimes, mm-hmm. and I, I've done both of those things and do both of those things, it's hard to sometimes put your own stuff on the cutting room floor. Because you're like, well, no, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. But you need someone who has that discerning eye yeah. to say, all right, that's good, but this is better. Well, I feel bad handing Will, my editor, the the footage sometimes because I'll hand him, I'll like send him over probably like an hour and a half <laughs> of raw footage you're of like, me I'm like sorry. sitting in the dirt <laughs> with a kid. And I'm like, I'm not going to like just watch it. Oh. Like a lot of it's not good. <laughs> that's the thing about Reese's Therapy. A lot of it's not good, but that doesn't get released. A lot of kids don't want to talk to me. Oh, I bet. I know it's kids. Listen, we talked about they old people who talk. can be dicks. There are some kids are dicks. They're like, I don't want to have anything oh to do God. with you. Oh, I interviewed this. I interviewed this kid yesterday and he was great. But then he was following me for the rest of my interviews <laughs> and was like going in the background of the shots and like dancing. Being a kid. And yelling <laughs> and being a kid. And it was fine. And it was kind of funny. But at some point, I had to be like, I had to like use my adult voice and be like, hey, do you mind um, standing in front of the camera working? <laughs> and he was like, oh, mm. that, that, that kid's the class clown. Like he's exactly. like, he is a legit funny. Me. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. He was probably legitimately mm-hmm. funny, but didn't know when to turn it off. That doesn't come. Yeah. Kid, that doesn't come for a long time. You're going to fall on your face a lot and annoy a it's lot of people. It's going to take a minute. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll sometimes interview a kid and then. I'll be like, I don't do this that often, but I go to the parent. I'm like, you should put them in comedy improv classes. Like they're so funny. 
I mean, I mean, I think the big crazy thing of this whole like project or whatever is like, I meet so many kids who I'm just so impressed with. Like there are so many children who are like such fully, like such complex individuals who like are thinking and have about- opinions. Yes, yes, there's so many opinions. Yeah. And it's, they're not just amazing. like, I like ice cream. Ice cream is good. It has sugar in it. All right, we get that. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks ice cream is good. But there are, yeah. there are kids that want to talk about, I love your question. You know, in fact, I'm going to play a clip right here. We'll insert this Please. in here, so, of uh, one of my favorite kids of yours that uh, was talking about who should who should be able to vote and presidential stuff. Do you think kids should be able to vote? No. If they, if they got a chance to vote, they might like make a wrong choice you have to like grow up and think everything through before you like start to vote do you think you would make a good president i don't think right now but probably in the future if you were the president you'd have to like you might not know like how much work you get and how stressed you'd probably get because a bunch of people will be crowding around you and like taking pictures and you'll be like maybe even helicopters just taking pictures is like very stressing how old are you Six. How do you know all this? Like, listening to, like, the facts that are, like, really important. And it's taught me a lot. I think we're good. Are you done here? Yep. No more questions? No more questions. Well, thank you, sir. Bye. And of course, oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that guy's great. I don't know any of these kids' names. Okay, orange t-shirt kid. I don't know if you can feel I don't know his name. Yeah. I, I know a lot of their names. I don't remember his name. He looks like he had been on the jungle gym for, like, 35 minutes before he spoke to you. He looks very swarthy and sweaty and is not really like that interested in talking to you, but he's like, no, I'm going to tell you what I think. And like you said, the editing, the questions, of course, your responses, you're obviously a very warm person that that makes them feel relaxed. Although, of course, saying that, there's a bunch of stuff on the floor that doesn't make it because you freaked some kid out. Where I'm just really mean. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't see that ever. <laughs> what is it? Is- I, uh, I have my moments. Yeah, well, yeah, we all stub our toes, right? In fact, I was going to tell you earlier, the reason why I I, I messaged you and asked you if we could start a little later. Um, I had such a frustrating afternoon and and I was was going through it with a, like, I'm going to be talking to Julian from Recess Therapy. I think I need to watch a couple of the videos right now because I was having a huge moment and I I had done something really dumb and I didn't get angry. I just dealt with it. But um, I was uh, looking at maybe buying a new car. And so I was getting some quotes from different places and a friend recommended taking it to a big lot dealership and getting them to appraise it. And I didn't think about making an appointment, but I get there and they're busy and I'm like, well, I got to be in the studio. I'm talking to Julian from Recess Therapy. I can't be late. Come on. <laughs> I, the big thing. So we're, we got the car back in time and uh, my friend and I are driving back home. He's dropping me off and I'm going to get ready and then come here and I had plenty of time. And I get out the car and I look down and I'm like, I was holding my water bottle, which I always have with me. I had my phone and then that was it. No purse, no nothing. No, I had nothing with me and uh, I could get in the house because I have a touch key um, on my door, but uh, that was it. So he thankfully had time and niceness to go up 20 minutes away and get my bag that wasn't stolen from the dealership and bring it back. Oh, you left I left oh, my bag there. All I showed up at my house like to get ready to come here and interview you. And I just said, you know what? That sucks. It was a Seinfeld moment. Serenity now. And uh, I, I did. I picked up my phone and I watched a couple of your videos and then I went and got ready and he showed up and then put me in, gave me my bag and everything worked out right. But you're right. It worked out. It worked out. But you, you know, talking about kids, you get kids in a certain mood or they're having a moment and you can't control that. You know, you, you just have to deal with what they are ready to give you. And it's wonderful what you do with it. It's, they, they give me so much and I love it. I mean, there's so many like instantly classic things and I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, that, (laughs) this this is the one like, Oh, like, (laughs) like I remember when I interviewed Dylan for the, or like, okay. So our, our like big, we have a couple like big name kids, not big name, but like household kids. Yeah. Like Kiki, Kiki does the grandpa Jack. You know that one? No, maybe. I've watched so many of them. You know what? We'll, we'll 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 play it right here. Do you know anyone who's died? No. No. Except for my uncle, my great 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 great. I can't tell you what it is. He's a great something something. But anyway, um, his name is Grandpa Dick. And what happened to him? He died. 
Really? Yeah. His old grandpa. There we go. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, we'll put it right there. Yeah. <laughs> is this recorded too, the video? Yeah. Oh my God. I, re- on, oh, I kind of thought it wasn't. Oh. oh, sorry. We should have said that. No, you look great. You've got really sweet hair. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Great. Thank Love you. your hair. Yeah, Kiki, this one. Mm-hmm. Kiki is the one who's like eating ice cream and it's dripping everywhere. <gasps> yes. And like, yeah, Kiki, <laughs> Kiki <laughs> Dylan, Dylan's Komodo Dragon kid. Okay, I love Komodo dragons. Why? Just because, like, I never see them. And there's a place called Panija, which I don't even ever went. Komodo dragons are in Panija, basically. Oh, like, Komodo. Yeah. Komodo dragon. Oh, my God. His voice I love is, him. oh, he's amazing. Them, Cadence, who's the, I want to be a queen and I'm serious. <gasps> I just want to be a queen. I want to wear a dress made of diamonds, and I'm serious. You're serious? Yes. Like, these kids, I've just, oh. like, I, I'm there, and I'm like, ooh, I'm really lucky that I got to see that. And that's what it's like to be a parent, I think, a lot of the time, is you, like, are around your kid all the time, and they're doing these crazy, amazing, beautiful, complex things. I just happen to be recording. Yeah. Uh, and so I think the, the thing that's easy about the show is I go out, and there's always something, you know? It's so consistently fabulous. And and that will always but, be that way. Yeah. yeah. They're always yeah, going to be kids. Mm. But something that you said a minute ago that, that I wanted to touch on is that I think it really does like bring people a lot of joy. Like I get so many DMs mm. from people who are just like, I've been like really miserable and this video really did a lot for me. Oh. Thank you. And it, I don't, I'm just really glad, you know, like I'm, I'm touched. I, it's not me, it's the kid, you know, but I'm facilitating. I think the it, conversation. I think it's a combo. You saw something from those first videos that you did for your school mm-hmm. project and you, you know, you realized mm-hmm. this was, this was going to be a real thing. And yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have kids, but I, my friends do. And I'm, I'm a fake auntie to my friend. They call me boggy and no one, one mm-hmm. of my friend's kids started calling me that when he was two. And now all my friends' kids call me Boggy, so I'm like that Boggy. weird, like aunt, I like it. Yeah, I'm like the aunt friend that takes them to soccer or baseball if their parents can't do it. But uh, but um, no, having You're just cool. I I like to think so. I think they just like me because I have dogs. But um, Ooh. but but being around them and seeing that weirdness and seeing that the light that they bring and uh, and I I do think for the parents obviously to see their kids in the light that you shine on them um it's got to be beautiful you've got to have parents um, and they saying that though, there's probably some parents that are like don't talk to my kid weird guy yeah there's like <laughs> i was on nbc the other day and they were like oh wait hang on a second i was on nbc the other day you know just on uh, you know, it it was just tuesday <laughs> yeah. no i mean i was magical so i have a couple of really wonderful news that's moments. great but i was on nbc and they were like which was a weird experience. They didn't. They also didn't tell me when I was going to be live. Oh, so I think I just have to assume it's always <laughs> recording. Anyway, they were like, "What are the parents like? Like, do the what do the parents think?" And it was it was a three to it was like a four minute segment. And so in my head, I was like, "Well, the real answer is a little complex because like a lot of them <laughs> don't really don't like, and a lot of parents like are very rude to me." Um, but I went, "They're all great." Oh, that's they all, they're so all gracious. So, it's not true. I, <laughs> You can imagine, like, it's not surprising. Some people are weirded out and I understand that. And I don't, I'm not mad at them for like being uh, skeptical. But the cool thing about filming, I always film in Park Slope and Prospect Park. Oh, I love um, Prospect Park. And a lot of people start to recognize me, which is great. So now it's like, if a parent's like skeptical, another parent will be like, oh, no, no, like my kid was on this. They're, they're very positive, very sweet. Um, very respectful. And that's what I try to foster. I don't yeah. want people to feel like weirded out. I'm really careful. Can I tell a story? Please. We post, we try to make kids look good in every video. And we posted one on the Instagram where this kid was kind of being mean to me. Oh. And the recess therapy fans are so like love kids. They love kids. But the second the kid was being mean to me, they were like, <laughs> that kid sucks. Protect Julian. Like, hug him. And that kid, yeah, they were like, so we delete the video because people were being like, too mean about. (laughs) To poor little Johnny. (laughs) 
you know, support the show, but support the kids more than me. <laughs> He's just having a bad day. All right. <laughs> He just said my glasses made me look like a nerd, which like, <gasps> sure. Oh, me guy. Sure. I think they're cute, but yeah, I mean, it's, Thanks. you're going to get all types and you, I'm sure not every video or not every child you speak to is as charming as the ones that you put out there because that would be really bad content and you just have to take the ones, yeah. the good ones. And you know, and like you said earlier, they're not running out. The kids keep, people still keep making them. People they're just make them. think that you got to keep having them. I'm, I don't know about that. Can we sustain them? There's a lot of them. But for you, yeah, that's, that's good news. Question. That's good news. Yeah, no, it's bad for the planet. <laughs> great for me. And honestly, fuck the planet. Okay. I know. No, we, totally we, totally we kidding, Greta. Content. Don't get at me, Greta. I love you. You're great. Uh, what's the, what's, she's a saint. Um, what's the, what is the, do you have like a, a, a bigger plan for recess therapy? Is there, is there a next level? Can you talk about it? Sure. I mean, I would love to like scale up. I mean, there's no, there's, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing like in the works. I'm just kind of doing it. It's like every week something new comes in, you know, mm. but at the moment we're just really trying to like establish it, build out the YouTube a little bit more. Um, I would recommend I would that's love... the number one platform that the kids use. Yeah. You know? But you're got that you're we're by now we're probably at a million, like, just talking about how you were right there. All the know where my cell phone is. Oh, it's right here. Should we try? Yeah. Well, actually, this isn't live, so but yeah, maybe you've got some more. <gasps> Did we go up? All right. Yeah. Let's play. <laughs> That's it's exciting. I remember several years ago. Do you see that? Do you see that, listeners and viewers? You're still under a million. Don't Come be, on, guys. Don't like, be lame. Put some light in your life. Don't be weird. I was texting with an old friend this week, um, and he's actually doing me a favor, doing some behind the scenes stuff if you know what I mean he's into some stuff that I'm not into and he can produce things that I can't anyway he's great so he was mentioned being uh, mentioned being stressed out and uh, I know that he's a big fan of smoking weed done it for years chronic I mean I would say chronic user like wake and bake middle of the day a little bit after that late in the day before bed everything but he told me recently he's been starting he's been wanting to stop uh, doing that and starting to use some gummies so I literally told him I'm going to pay him for the work that he's doing for me in early bird CBD gummies because um, they're amazing not only are you going to get a great chilled out feel but you're not going to get that super duper high that a lot of weed products are going to get you and obviously weed all that strong stuff is still illegal right here but um, you can get these THC CBD gummies from early bird CBD and you'll feel great they're gaining so much support across Texas and beyond I've been uh, hearing from lots of friends and family of mine who love them and you're going to get that great chilled out feeling without that super duper high that sounds great to me. So why not order some today? Uh, go to earlybirdcbd.com slash Deb, and that gets you 20% off your first order. That's earlybirdcbd.com slash Deb. I, you know, when I find a good account like yours, mm-hmm. um, I'm that nerdy friend that will send, you know, copy the link. And say, I just sent it to some people yeah, today. Yeah, I do that. I do that. Yeah. And I, especially with things like your channel and especially now you know we mm-hmm. we're, we're in a very different stage of the pandemic than we were a year ago and a year and a half ago but you know there are still knock-on effects that people are suffering um and mm-hmm. other you know just other reasons to have the shitty mental health and i think you know share it share something lovely with your friends send them a screen cap of recess therapy or you know a dog video or a cat video whatever floats your boat yeah same thing yeah, yeah. dogs cats and kids I, or or like douchebags falling over like fail videos bros falling over yeah sorry bros stuff. i i joke <laughs> i joke with my family that i wish i hadn't pitched recess therapy and i had pitched a show where i got to go and travel and eat good food and like uh. meet cute animals Mm. But this is cool too. That doesn't mean, <laughs> listen, that doesn't mean that you couldn't do that because let's, okay, we need uh, the travel channel or discovery to finance mm. this because we need to send Julian to foreign countries all around the world to try amazing food and interview foreign kids. Right. I know that's kind yes. of the next step is like, I would love to interview kids in another country, like about America. I think oh. that'd be so <laughs> like, what do you think about the United States? I, I have this joke show that i want to make that i'm never going to do called let's eat this city where i go to a city and i cook based off of all the like 
naturally growing native oh. plants oh. and things. Mm. Let's eat this city, yeah. right? What are we? What would we give you? Some napolit. Napoli- yeah, you guys have like cactus growing. Cactus. We got peaches down the street. We're known for our Texas peaches in Fredericksburg. Pecans. That's great. Yeah. Let's eat the city. We've got loads uh, of distilleries now, if that helps. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, no. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. It's been crazy. It's been a crazy eight months. It's been like... Is that all I was been? like graduating college. It's all... Wow. It's I was graduating college and now people stop me on the street and they're like, ah, you're that guy. You know? I it's slid cool. into your DMs. I'm that guy. I you're just, that guy. I'm now. that guy because you're that guy. You Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm so glad. I, it's a double-edged sword. People DM me the weirdest stuff, though, that I hate. A lot of people are like, can I get you pregnant is what a lot of people say. That's interesting. And I'm like, didn't think that was possible, but not respond to that. I, it's like, thank you for the sentiment. Bit weird, but I did, you know, I, I was interested and you're so young and please don't even think about it now. Cause you've got years and years to do this, especially as a man. But are you, uh, is that in your cards? Have you, want you kids? want kids? Yeah. Is that on? Yeah. I got four on the way right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they're mail order they'll be here in yeah, six I months just, I, bought them, I actually bought them a while ago they just hadn't you were drunk on Amazon yeah. and you're like fuck yeah, what, did I, do? Like, uh, what did I do um, yeah I'd like kids I, at some point I don't know I like kind of like I'm kind of on this like career boat and Dude, then like do that want a travel boat you know mm. do that I feel like yeah do yeah. all of that do you want kids I'm well I'm 47 and so the chances of me like having one biologically are very slim to none and even yeah. like do I even want to do that I don't know it's so funny because I feel like a child sometimes like maybe in a few yeah. years I just keep saying that and as a man you know you can do you can I can do it whenever kids I until want. the day you die I mean they get a little bit more special the older you wait your sperm makes is that true? true do they get does it get weird yeah it's there has been um Correct me if I'm wrong. I think I think a lot more higher cases of autism and other special needs issues Hmm. from men with older sperm. Um, And then again, so women lose the ability to have kids, but men should. You could should, yeah. yeah. And you know, we. I read about this the other day because I was interested why, but I believe the science people. Now, mm-hmm. again, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners and viewers and friends in the room, <laughs> but we women were genetically stopped having children at a certain age so that we would not just keep having children and there wouldn't be anybody to look after. So grandmas were basically mm-hmm. made not to have children so they would look under the, after the younger generation. Um, and knowing that at that point we couldn't trust men to do any type of caregiving for children. And this is of course a long time ago and still some of us are, you know, grappling with those issues, but yeah, that first you're right. That should be phased out that men shouldn't be able to have children after X amount of years. Also, it's very rude to the, your first wife when you get remarried again and again, and you keep having more children. And you have, an, and you have new ones every time. It's just yeah, very, my first it's just very rude. Like, the franchise I, dads. I'm in this spot where I'm like, I like the population control things like a big, big on my mind. And I'm like, I feel like there's enough. Yeah. There's a lot of folks. Not only that. What if there were less? I, you know, I, I like to, uh, hashtag adopt, not, uh, don't shop. I'm a bit, I'm a big animal advocate. This is, this is my blue boy. He's cute. Uh, he he's dead. a drawing, but he's cute. He's dead. He's dead. I'm sorry. He's dead. He died three years ago. He's still the screensaver on my phone, and I have two other dogs. Aren't I a jerk? That's so like, sweet. I gotta, I gotta do something about that. But he was like the love of my life. But um, yeah, adopting animals, recycling things, not mm-hmm. keep consuming things, and I think that's probably been one of the big th- things is why I didn't want to have children. I mm-hmm. really felt bad about the long term after i'm gone there's or, a moral thing there's yeah. like a like one what world are you putting them into like things are pretty bleak mm. and then there's like i don't know like i really struggle with this i thought about it a lot in like high and like early college i felt really torn up about it not that i've ever been close to having kids or anything but the thing is, I do love kids. I think they're fabulous. I mean, I've always worked with kids and like, I think the, the what I think is that it's good to keep having kids because 
every generation gets a little bit better right and it's like cycling out yes, bad, the bad ideologies yeah and like creating mm-hmm. yeah it seems like it's getting better mm-hmm. every time so like you're right they need to phase us out regard it's good so get rid yeah. of us get rid of just make us die you're not allowed to live past 70 all right that's it you're yeah right sorry you had a good run you've done everything you should Thanks. have done by 70 yeah. uh, you know what let's put that in okay dead by 70 i'm gonna write that down by saying that though that would mean my my mum would would have been culled a few years ago so i feel a bit bad about that but what if what if we lived in a society where you knew that was coming and you let's say at 69 <laughs> you mm. got given <laughs> i'm a child you got given uh, like some money a stipend right from the government mm-hmm. to go and have a great last year and then that's it off with the head what do they do oh is, is they you get guillotined I mean, maybe you get to choose. It could be a TV thing. It could be a TV thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this might have already happened in some dystopian futuristic show. Do you know the movie Logan's Run? It's very... Is that from Logan's Run? Is that what they do in Logan's Run? Do they They kill the old people? No, you die at 30 and you like get sucked into this like vortex and exploded. Hmm. And it's called the carousel. Is it painful? And... Is it painful? Hard to say. Um, no one's lived to tell the story. It looks it, but no one's lived to tell. No <laughs> one's like half carousel. But I think 30 is a bit young. I yeah. feel like you're just getting going at 30. Yeah. Also, when you're under 30, you're still, you're kind of a dick. No offense, but like you've, you're still, you're still figuring. I, I, yeah, I'm still horrible. Figuring I hate things all my out. friends. <laughs> I do. I have a lovely I, relationship I've been, with them. I've been talking to my friends a lot about how whenever we're around older folks, you we like we like 30 plus they're like more chill like everyone my age is so like nervous mm, what about now everything. what's next what do we you know yeah. what why aren't i uh, you i think in our you know 20s we put a lot of pressure on mm. i remember my mom saying to me at one point when i'm like oh i just don't you know i just don't, I can't figure out what i want to do or i want to be and you know i had done some things and i had some things yeah. in the works but she's like uh you're 21 now you should have it all figured out and i just imagine like right this so this was this was 25 years ago but i i yeah. think a 20 i now of the opinion that she was completely wrong and she left home at 17 totally. to go to college and so she thought that's what I did. And she thought that was right. No, I felt completely abandoned when that happened to me. And I, it took yeah, me that's scary. To, in my thirties to realize that that wasn't right for me. Maybe it worked for her, but no, now at this point I'm telling people, my producer Colton, I, this is how old I'm. I used to race with his mom when he was a baby. Race? We used to do adventure races and like triathlons and things. And oh, really? at the that's end of the funny. race, here she would come after kicking my ass in the race, by the way. She's 10 years older uh-huh. than me, pushing her little boy, her baby boy. Wow. Yeah. And now he's my producer and editor and he runs this place. He's an amazing engineer. Um, but I asked him the other week, I'm like, you still living at home? He's like, yeah. I'm like, don't ever leave. Don't ever leave. Stay. He's got, got stories. Stay that. Um, it's just, you know, he, I know his family. He's got a great family. He lives on the lake. It's beautiful. Nice. It's expensive nice. to get an apartment on your own. But I think, um, you know, with science telling us in, in re, you know, I think more recent years, I didn't know this when I was younger, but mm-hmm. our brains aren't developed fully, mostly till we're 23, 24, 25. So I say yeah. at that point, if you have a little cocoon that can take care of you while your brain is setting. Stay in it. Yeah. Take that help from your parents if you're in that position. Yeah. You know, lean on people and and then worry about being super it's independent. It's an American later. thing to be like, get out, right? Like, I mean, I remember yeah, I in know. Spain, like you oh, lived yeah. at home until until you until you got married, a job, and yeah. until you got married. Yeah. What were you like as a kid? Well, ooh, me. I think yeah. I've probably what been like, like mildly miserable and moody all of my life. You know, like my teen yeah. years were grunge. So that the was the whole time. Like teen years were grunge and that was perfect. You know, like moody. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Very creative, I would say. Artistic. Um, uh, that kid dancing behind the camera because I too was in dance and drama. So I was probably being yeah. a, a jackass somewhere, annoying everybody. But yeah, I left home for, uh, actually my mum left home. This is weird. Mm-hmm. She, at 17, when I started college, um, she moved in with my stepdad who lived in the next town because they'd been going back and forth to each other's houses for years. And, um, and, but she wanted to be there while I was in high school. So when I went to college, mm-hmm. she's like, well, you're fine. Here's your, here's our house, our home. And you got it? 
Yeah, but it was horrible. I yeah, that's weird. But for years, I was like, this is so cool. I'm so independent. They had your own spot. I live yeah. on my own. And like, I was never one of those. I had people over when my, like I said, my mom would go to my step, mm. my now stepdad's, her then boyfriend's place on the weekends. Every weekend we're in high school and we never, mm. my brothers and I never messed up our house. We'd have people over, but I was pretty regimented about people it's not being fun dicks. having your own spot. Yeah, it's but then it kind of was. And then I realized years later, I was like, I was 17. Oh yeah, my, that's young. On my own. I'm, I'm opening so, my window. Oh, do it. No, this is the only it's time of hot. year in Texas you can open a window without oh God. you burning your balls like off. Sweltering. It's delightful. Is it cooling off? It got, it's like, it was like winter here for like two weeks. And then they were like, ha just kidding. Kidding. Summer again. Yeah, we got. So like we all were, yeah. We, it gets down to like 65 here and you walk out of the house and you're like, I need a jacket. Yeah, y'all are weak. <sighs> y'all are weak. We are you weak. You don't know what it's like. Uh-uh. I do know I'm from um, England, so I have I've made the choice to not live in that. I do, I, never been. I love you New York. You want to hear an interesting story? Yeah, do it. My friends and I, uh, Saturday, we're very bored Saturday night, and we didn't have any parties to go to, any plans, and we decided to put on suits and ties and top hats and go to a bar in our neighborhood and pretend to be British for two hours and everyone in the bar believed us and we laughed and we were like was that wrong oh that my we God. lied to people it was probably so entertaining I, it, all right give me it, it was fabulous rest of yeah. the conversation let's just have it with your English accent you don't all have right, to put I your top hat on here's get, how okay here's how we looked oh well that one in the middle is a cowboy hat that's what I was saying, but the other it, guy though the 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 peaked cap that's very mm-hmm. that's very English, yeah, I need a minute to get into my character. I feel a little bit nervous talking to someone who actually has ha, <laughs> ah I, you know I, i'm I'm so used to it but but now I'm scared it's it ruins um, it when there's an actual English person my name is Bronson Peterson. I was from uh where was I from i I think I said I was I had British parents, but I was born in Australia, oh okay. <laughs> That it, was a, it, was a, it was a little multicultural, you know. <laughs> I yeah. feel like a lot of times Americans uh, who do an English accent, it often ends up sounding slightly Australian. It's a little Australian. Do you, can it's you do an American thing. accent? I feel as under the spotlight as you do when. So uh, I, let me hear a little bit. I've done. I I can do. Uh, <laughs> I started off re- really small one in Texas, like Kurzlat. That's how they say it. Kurzlat. Kurzlat. I'll take a Kurzlat. So I can do words and phrases and expressions, but when I, oh gosh, my old radio Maybe partner. Maybe put them into a sentence, it gets, yeah, it gets I, scary. On my old yeah. radio show, I would read, like if I lost a, a, a bet or something, I would have to read mm. a par- like a paragraph from a newspaper. Yeah. And uh, my, my, my old partner wrote a, a test sentence for me that was my American and it was, mm-hmm. all right, I'll try and do it. This is from years ago. Um, yeah, yeah. George Bush is an American hero and I want to have a Bud Light with him. (laughs) George Bush. That's That's how long ago I was doing my American accent. So, and I can do like Valley Girl. Oh my God. It's like so easy. You just like dip right into it and just put all the inference in the wrong places and every sentence ends up at the end. I can probably do something like this for a while, you know. Like, this is mate, 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 that's make. what you got to do. You got a bit more grungy. That's what you got to do. Like you're just yeah, trying mate, to be I too mean, serious. Is, <laughs> we, we were at the pub the other day, right? Yeah, and and these la- <laughs> and these blokes came up to us, right? <laughs> and we were tussling a little bit, you know. We were getting really into it, and. Yeah, that's easy. That's easy. Well, it's harder for me to be more proper, you know. No, I tell you what, that was <laughs> that's st- good, right? It was still terrible, but it was way better than the other one. But yeah. you know what? It was still terrible. No, no, it wasn't terrible. It was pretty good. But uh, just not. Listen, we can work on this if you want to. Next time we'll, we'll come back and we'll start. We'll free, start doing accent free work, Zoom uh, lessons. Dialect. Free Zoom dialect yeah. lessons. Yes. Yes. And we Thank can do you. regional. We'll do regional England because you've mm. just touched upon two accents. Estuary. And there's thousands of English and British accents. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's on. That's a date. We'll put I that one on the books. I talked to some uh, European children. Have you? What kind of European? Yeah. Lots of countries. I don't know. I mean, come on, you can't just this say guy. This guy wasn't European. European um, children. There was a German 
Child. Yes. No, who wasn't? Where, where was someone else who had a great accent? Gosh. Some Russian children. I met a German guy recently. Yeah. Uh, Whole Foods of all places. We were chilling some wine next to each other and just sparked mm, up a conversation. Cute. And uh, and I found out that he was German. And mm. uh, in German and English, we have quite a, you know, a history together. And um, and so we ended up hanging out as friends. It was really nice. We've gone on bike rides and hung out. And we always end oh up. Oh, my God, actually? Yeah, actually. And um, And he, I found out after we started hanging out and having all these really amazing conversations about accents and language that he is a linguistics professor professor. I, oh, so he knows. Yeah. Like he know knows. Oh, he know knows. You'd, just... you'd love this guy, but also really does loads of really good German jokes, German and English jokes. I mean, well. I took dialects classes mm. in school. Doesn't mean I'm good at them. <laughs> it's got it's got a Shaxent. Oh, that yeah. I can. I that can, was amazing, right? The, the Scottish. Hey, you Scotsman. Where are you from? <laughs> That's great. Like a plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a little edit on here. Good. Sorry, we'll just right here. I will put sorry to Scottish apologies. people. Yeah, apologies yeah. to anyone else who's not from where we're from because we're just fucking up the accents. Yeah, we could do a French accent. Um, now that. My friend's kids, who I'm boggy to, mm. um, they love it when I do my dog's voice because Alfie... Your dog's French? Yeah, my do- well, my dog is half redneck. Um, his name was Eddie Joe when I adopted him. And he was... <laughs> Eddie Joe. <laughs> and he's, he's a French bulldog. Colton, can he see this? No, he can't see the picture, can he? Can he see that by chance? Um. That my Alfie is on this other screen over here, and he's a friend. He's oh, bl- black. Oh my god! Yeah, he's is cute. that where I should have been sitting? You should have been right opposite me. Yeah, you should have been sitting here the whole time. Stupid COVID. And you should have been right. right Meow! Here. Look at those sheets. <laughs> but uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I like your pink sheets. But my friends, uh, kids, they love. I do Alfie's voice in a French voice because he's a French bulldog. Mm. But he's also a real dick. So he's like this French dog who says, oh, "You better come over here right now, Lachlan. I need to bite your finger off and make it bleed." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So John Mulaney you know, does his his French bulldog's voice. Is it French similarly. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he's and, from the country, uh, name is Patunia. <laughs> I hate you. I will piss on I your hate leg. You. <laughs> My mom's dating a French woman right now. Oh, wait. Are all your parents gay? How did mm-hmm. that? What are the odds of that? That's pretty amazing. It was insane. I, I, uh, I have three moms, two dads, and a, a swing. <laughs> Uh, 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 my mom has uh, get out (laughs) this you make this is some millennial bullshit lie that's incredible they're dating they wanted to have kids so they asked my dad to be a sperm donor to both my moms they broke up wow my moms did met other women my dad as a partner they all my other dad they all raised us oh my that's Jesus Christ okay so the kid thing is great you need to stop right now and write that screenplay. Yeah, I know it's too <gasps> personal, though. It's like wow. feels hard to write about like family drama, you know? Because yeah. it's so good. It's oh such my good! Drama. Yeah, and but again, it'd be so much you would want to put in that need to be cut. Well, then you just call your editor friend, and he'll say, "No, this is good, but this is better." Wow, you're, yeah. I want to watch your movie of your life. That's amazing. The, the real thing is getting my parents to let me. Yeah, because it's not my story; it's their story. You yeah, know? and it it's is. a crazy story. It sounds magical. my part's boring. My part is like yeah, but your part's like, just begun. Your part has just Ooh. begun. Ooh. We end the story with you becoming this million follower content creator. Yeah, a child a celebrity. Star. You're you're exa- That's it. All right. So I would need to be included in the writing for this. So just you know, get no, at me of when course. you start. Yeah, you can. You can have final say. Get out. No, but I could suggest some kids we could cast as you. I know some precocious young theater kids. Be great. No, the I'm tall. Mm. How tall are you? And I was tall. Not that tall. I'm six two. How tall That's are you? Tall. I'm five seven. Wait, no, I'm five That's six. Tall. I just fucking lied to you, like outright to your face. I'm five. Okay, let's be really honest. I'm like five five and three quarters in a bit. I round up to five yeah. six, and I don't know where that five seven came from. You know, it's like the other My day. My driver's license. 
how can I show you some just like cover? Yeah, work. cover your my pencil. driver's license. Oh, look at I'm that. Six one, but I'm six two. How did you go down on the driver's license? How did that get short? I think I must. Oh no 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 no! No, it says six two. Six two. Okay. It used to say six one. Bastards. I think I, I think you I grew. changed it. You grew an inch because you can change it. You can say you. Isn't there's that wrong? No limit. I w- yeah. have always been confused about that because with government documentation, you got to be so specific, and yet you can tell them what color your eyes are and your height. Also, when I was feeling when I was graduating college, I could I said as a joke, and then it like actually is what it's like. I didn't think they'd actually do it. That I said my college major was being handsome, and they <laughs> they wrote that. But I was like, no way, and they wrote it. So, um, oh my god, I saw on Instagram the other day somebody posted a picture of their driver's license where at some point they renewed it and they put two cat smiley faces as their signature and thought that they wouldn't get away with it and it got through the DMV. No way. Well, then this person several years later bought a house and I don't, you haven't Mm -hmm. probably purchased property yet. You're still young and you're living in New York and it's expensive. But when you do your signing documents, there's a stack of newspaper papers about two inches tall and you Mm -hmm. have to sign every single one of them, but it has to be exactly what your driver's license says. That sucks. That's so silly. Gosh. And he had to do hundreds of smiley cat faces. Government documents are the worst. Oh, I haven't had a driver's license since March. Yeah. A friend of mine. Do you? No. (laughs) I mean, I currently am legal to drive. Uh, No, I went snowboarding. And as we got off the plane, one of our friends who'd organized the rental car said, give me your IDs. I'm going to go and get the rental car, pick it up, bring it around to pick Mm -hmm. the luggage up. You guys get my luggage. So he got three IDs. And when he, from the gate to the car rental place, he'd lost mine. So I don't. So I've just been. I didn't even know if I could go to the DMV. I. I it's really. You don't need. You just do it I, online. I can't it's, do it. I've I, lost my car. No, I can't. I'm. Why? I'm not a citizen. I'm a resident, and so I have to show my green card, mm. and so they need to see it in person. And I get that. I've known that I always have yeah. to go and renew it in person. It's not a big deal. But with COVID, it was only drive up, and it was. Oh my, God, it was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of just been skating by with other forms of ID for now, which is my green card. Yeah, I am. Um, I lost my entire wallet over the summer. Oh, that's hellish. um, It sucked. And wait, you said over the summer, did you get it back though? Or is it gone, gone, gone? No. I bought the exact same wallet. Got all the same stuff in it. But (laughs) the person I was dating at the time had to buy everything Everything. for me. Literally Mm. everything. We would write it down, but it was, I got really used to not spending money for like, three weeks wow. it was insane until you got everything back you didn't get anything fraudulized on your in your accounts or anything no i i lost it i went to buy pants which you should <laughs> never do ever that's a horrible just idea. don't wear them and i went to buy pants <laughs> and i was wearing shorts and my wallet fell out of the shorts and i was biking from <sighs> i don't know at your new york geography but i was biking from brooklyn to greenpoint which or not brooklyn from park slope to greenpoint in brooklyn and somewhere it fell out of my pocket and it's like, it's like four miles. Oh and I gosh. did the bike again, looking for it, like eyes to the ground. No. And I could not no, it's find gone. it. Someone took that money and tossed it. That's a nightmare. And it was like $7. No, that, I've had a very similar uh, situation, but I think I let, I think it fell out of my pocket into a cab Yeah, because I got up the next morning. Actually, there's another travel nightmare went to the airport went to check in and just my wallet is gone so luckily my friend was still there what yeah my wallet wasn't in my handbag and I was just going somewhere in the in in the states I think I was going to Chicago so I went home and I looked for it and I was like I must have Mm -hmm. left it in the taxi so I called the taxi firm and they're like nah sorry and I had $500 cash on me because I was going somewhere. Maybe I was going oh to, my God. I was going somewhere like to a festival or something. I wanted to have cash on me. I knew I was going to be spending cash. It was before, uh-huh. you know, we're basically just a cashless society, mm-hmm. which I adore. But, and, and, and I was like, that was it. But it was my a wallet. My sister-in-law had bought me and, you know, it just it had, had like sentimental. Yeah. And my fucking green card and, you know, all that shit that's really hard to replace. You so your green card. Yeah, exactly. So that had to let the government know because, you know, it's a, uh, anyway, it's all nightmare. It's a big deal. Six months later, some dude slides into my DMs on Facebook 
and says, hey, I'm a cop. I work at Austin APD, lost and found. I've got your wallet. What? Six and months I, later? Yeah. And I, uh, so I drove down there and I, was, I said, I can describe it. It's purple. The brand is Matt and Nat. And it's got this, this, this. There's pictures of me in there. He's like, yep, here you go. Everything was there except my cash. Isn't that bonkers? I'm glad you got your green card. Back. I got my green so you I, already gotten a new one? I got a new one, but they, for some reason, it doesn't cancel. So now I have to, oh shit, that's probably illegal. Cut that out. Cut, but now I have two green cards. They look exactly the same. I have two vaccine cards. Are you getting Cut your booster? <laughs> Are you getting your booster? Do you have booster? Of it? I got my booster. You did. I, I need to get my. Have my it wiped me out. I, I got it two days ago. Um, but I got it and I didn't have my other card on me and they were like, yeah, let's we'll just give me a new one. I I've I got bed bugs real bad. Oh God. Um, and I had to throw out a ton of stuff that oh. like sentimental value just because it was so like infected. Like I, I always keep weird shit in my wallets. Like right now I have some Pokemon cards. <laughs> you never know. And when some it... recess therapy business cards. Oh, that's precious. But like I like that. having weird stuff in my wallet and then I like grow attached to it. Like I had um someone else's ID that I found on the ground named Courtney Shapiro, who is like, she's your alter ego. Who, like, now. She's my alter ego, but I lost, it got, I oh, lost it. Courtney Shapiro. But I would tell people it was my fake ID. Oh, look at this. I have my wallet. Look at that. You, you're, you know what? That's perfect for kids. You've got Pokemon cards. You've got Monopoly money. I know, right? Come here, child. That's amazing. <laughs> Gosh. Well, this is, this is funny. This, this is, is bizarre. This is, I, I like that we're just having a weird conversation. We're having a chat. This is exactly how I want this podcast to go. I yeah. want people to get to know my guests and, like, most importantly, to follow your channel and support you in your yeah. future endeavors. I'm looking forward to Thanks like for giving me the space. Oh my gosh. Anytime. If you have any other projects coming up, you let me know and we'll, we'll come back on again. But um, I'm looking forward to you like in 25 years, I feel like you're going to have this, you're going to have this blended family of children that you've adopted from around the world from when you were traveling, Ooh. tasting food yeah, in foreign countries. Stuff. You're going to stop off at an orphanage in every country and just pick, you'll be like Angelina Jolie, you're just going to pick one up and bring them home. Say. Yeah. That, I see it. United Colors of Benetton. my own kids. I don't even have to go outside anymore. Uh-uh. I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just acquire, I'll acquire a large mass of children yes, to just do the content for me. They'll That's just it. interview each other. And you know what? Tax write-off. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Cause it's all filmed and it's all, it's all work. It's in-house and you they're put college, them to work. They're college. <laughs> yes. That will be paid write-off. for because your screenplay will be out about your family by then. So. Exactly. Uh, Julian, yeah, we gotta, thank we gotta, you. I got to come on here once a year and we'll do updates. Yes. No, thank you. It's no, fabulous. Do come back anytime. And if you're ever in yeah. Austin, I can point you to some funny children to interview. And Please do. I always tell my guests um, I got a spare room. My dogs fart a lot, but they're great. I hope I hope this was, gave some funny. Oh, it's stuff. lovely. It's so lovely to talk yeah. to you. Go follow Julian on Recess Therapy listeners. Um, and you know what? We need to follow you on YouTube as well to make you realize that you need your presence. Yeah, there. and follow my personal Instagram too, that at JulianMSB. I don't I for, even know that. Or crazy. Yeah, I'll follow you back. Excellent. Well, if you follow me, that'd yeah. be great because you'll just see dog videos. Basically, all my content is dog videos. That's great. I love that. Enjoy it. All right, Julian, thank you so much for coming on. I love your content. I love your message and I love you. You're great. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. Well, if after that interview, you're not going straight to Instagram to download uh, the app, if you don't have it, of course you have it, right? We're friends on Instagram. I hope you go there go to Instagram and you follow recess therapy. And of course, Julian's private page. What was that? Uh, Julian was, no, I'm going to, I'm going to link it. I'm going to like it today on my Instagram. So you'll find it through me. Uh, he's just a lovely guy and the videos that he produces, if you ha- you saw one just now, but if you're feeling shitty, you're having a bad day, you know, a friend's having a bad day, send them a recess therapy video, have them connect on Instagram or YouTube and um, just bring a little joy in your life. And that's why I wanted you guys to meet julian today um he certainly brought a lot of my light into my life my day and has done for months now since i've been following him but what a sweetie what a great guy so um make sure you follow recess therapy and uh maybe you can do little experiments yourself if you have kids ask them those questions i don't know if that would work though right i think if you're 
If your mum and dad asked you those questions, you'd be like, oh, you're so boring. But that's maybe the magic in it is that he's not the parent. He's the stranger. That sounds weird, stranger. He's the guy that comes in and asks those questions. And he does it brilliantly. Um, Gosh, that made me so happy today to have him on the show. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate the fact that I am here because it was a close call. Guys, I left my keys in the car dealership. (sighs) Hey, when you're having a moment like that, you just go watch Recess Therapy. All right. Thanks for uh, listening in today. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.